a little bit at a time. It's not like you have to have life-changing results in a short period of time. A little bit of incremental change, you know, the principle of Kaizen, constant improvement on a daily basis over a couple years is massive. It will change your life. The key is to start today. Welcome back, human. Colin Stuckard here. And this episode is going to be what I'm going to do every week. It's going to coincide with the Better Human newsletter. I did the newsletter and I already sent it. I'm a little late on my recording schedule. So ideally, these will go out at the same time in the future. Make sure you hop on the newsletter over at Colin.coach. And you can also see the link to this below because it is live and you can go to the archives. Uh, it's betterhumans.substack.com and you can find all the archives if you want to go back. So this new format for the newsletter is going to include these different sections that I'm going to read off to you. And it's going to also be delivered to your inbox if you get on the email list every, I mean, pretty much every Saturday. Sometimes it might go out on a Sunday, but every weekend. All right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through each section here and I'm not going to read it verbatim, but I'm going to take the big ideas and then just talk about them. Okay. So let's try to keep this nice and succinct maybe 15 minutes tops, give you some value for the weekend and get your mind flowing. So the intro to the email, I'm actually going to read verbatim. Life is a miracle. The odds of you being alive is something like three trillion to one against. Our species is designed to focus on the negative because that kept our ancestors safe in an uncertain and dangerous environment. Today, it leads us to become consumed by negative content, fear, and complaint. The reality is, if you're reading this right now, you're winning. Remind yourself of the fact that being alive is winning. I wish my dad could have met his grandkids. To honor his memory, I will be in the moment and appreciate life and my kids every chance I get. And that was my intro. And then the quote for the day is, It is not death that a man should fear, but rather he should fear never beginning to live. By Marcus Aurelius. One of my favorite Stoke philosophers. So this section is something I improved this week. Pretty self-explanatory. So I actually did this today. I found an old Tony Robbins morning routine. In fact, I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called Hour of Power or Power Hour, something to that effect. And I used to do this in Florida before I moved to Austin. I was I moved back in with my mom. I sold a bunch of stuff. I basically packed up my car, had a bunch of stuff in storage, and I was planning my next move. Before that, I was living in Sarasota, which is about an hour north of my hometown. And I was doing some real estate and it didn't really go the way I wanted it to. And I just kind of decided like I needed to move on do something else. And so I wanted to leave Florida. I wanted to move west. Uh, I kind of had my sights set on either Austin or Colorado or maybe the Carolinas because I know that I love the Carolinas. I, I've spent a few weeks there and they're amazing. And so I packed my car up and was kind of getting ready to go. And I was maybe living with my mom for about maybe a month or so. And... I don't know how I stumbled on it, but I found I, like I was literally bit turning things. I was turning things and I was just downloading like audio books and, you know, other kind of self-help stuff. And I stumbled upon this morning routine that is just so amazing and empowering and awesome. And I started every morning I'd wake up, I'd get my weight vest on. It would be super hot, you know, Florida heat and humidity. So I'm sweating the whole time and I would put my headphones in. And I would walk, I don't know, probably about a mile around the neighborhood and I would do the exercises and the breath meditation. And it's really amazing. Uh, you can actually find it if you Google, I think it's on SoundCloud right now. Uh, I think it's actually called Hour of Power. Just Tony Robbins, Hour of Power. 
I think the first link will be SoundCloud. I'll, I'll try to find the link and put it to wherever you're listening to this as well. But I would highly re- recommend doing it. So I actually did it today, driving to the coffee shop because it was cold out and I wanted to get there. So I didn't actually walk, but when it starts warming up again and I reactivate my walking routine, this is going to be the thing I do every single day. It, it's really amazing. So the next section is something I enjoyed this week. So I had a really great time having a quiet, small dinner with two new, newer friends, kind of newer friends. And it was really, I don't know, it was inspiring. It was motivating. I mean, they were like minds and we've known each other and kind of on the socials for a while. And we finally kind of connected in person once before. And then that led to this dinner and it was just really a really good time. And it was like so simple, a couple hours, you know, chatting over some great food. Uh, and it just really, I, I left feeling energized. And I've always known this about myself being an ambivert. Like I'm not one that can be out every single day around people. I need my solitude. I need my quiet time. But I also need to be around people sometimes. I need to get their energy and to be able to also give energy. And it, it when, when it's lacking when I kind of get into my routine where I'm working too much and I'm not really focused on making sure I'm scheduling social stuff. I, I feel it. I feel it in my mood. I feel it in my energy. Uh, I, I think I, le- I lean more towards negativity bias and just, you know, kind of being moody and being in my body and like focusing on aches and pains and just generally negative energy. And this was a good reminder to make sure that I don't let that happen. Every week, minimum do something with somebody right? And to coincide with that, something I've been doing is it's about 30 minutes to get to the coffee shop every day. That's because we live in the country and the only coffee shop I really like is in a city over, which is 30 minutes away. So I just committed to doing the 30 minute drive every day. And what I decided is that I'm going to call someone every single time I leave a coffee shop and drive home, right? I got 30 minutes. Usually I'm listening to an audiobook, So it's not a big deal. It's no, it's no extra time investment. And I'm staying in touch with old friends. I'm activating and, and reinvesting in relationships. Like I've called people that I've never talked to on the phone and we always kind of had a texting relationship, but then I call them and it's like a, I think it's a welcome surprise. Like, I mean, who calls people nowadays, right? If you're not in business, you probably don't call a lot of people. <laughs> so that's just another thing that I'm gonna do this week and that I'm enjoying is just making an effort to invest in my social network. It, it's really like, I think it's one of the most important things in life, actually. Like, the more I think about life and how to be happy, and when you read things like, you know, the book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, I think it's what it's called. It's always something around relationships and people that matters the most to people at the end of their life. So you have to invest in them. All right, something I've been thinking about. So I've been getting into Joe Dispenza's work, and where, where do I even go with this one? It's a lot about thought and energy and, and how... You know, thoughts literally are energy and I'm even getting into the quantum stuff where like I'm diving into physics and, you know, E equals MC square, which is Einstein's famous uh, equation shows us that energy and mass are basically the same thing. They're interchangeable. And so I'm really, really thinking hard about the idea that thoughts are not just some minor thing that like, oh, you have a bad, you have a bad thought. It's no big deal, whatever. I... And becoming vigilant with making sure I control my thoughts as much as possible, avoid those negative thoughts, and just not letting that kind of monkey in my mind and my subconscious just do whatever it wants. Okay. And we know things like law of attraction and the secret and things like that are trying to basically explain these qu- this quantum phenomenon, which is 
you know, like thoughts manifest and thoughts attract like, and, you know, thoughts are energy and energy attracts energy, right? So like, you know, negative people, they always have something to complain about. Debbie Downers are always, are always down. <laughs> optimistic people, those optimistic, charismatic people that just seem to make you smile, you want to be around those people. They fill you up. They have energy that you will feel and that will infect you, okay? Which is another reason why your environment, your, your people in your environment is so impactful to your long-term health, your wellness, uh, how you eat, you know, the choices you make, et cetera. So I've been thinking a lot, a lot, a lot about how thoughts are energy and how I don't want any negative energy in my life and I don't want any negative thoughts in my conscious or subconscious mind at all. Now, of course, perfection, you know, we can strive for perfection, doesn't mean we're gonna reach it. And I probably never will reach that. But by constantly striving, I think I can mitigate it and reduce it to the bare minimum. Something worth reading. So this one choked me up, I'll be honest. Uh, it's called Father Forgets by Livingston Larnard. I don't know, but it was written, I think in the early 1900s, or not, yeah, early 1900s. And I read it in How to Win Friends and Influence People. He referenced it there. It is, man, it's powerful. You could probably just find it if you Googled Father Forgets, but I'd highly recommend reading it. If you have kids, please read it. Something worth watching. So this is a YouTube video. It's like eight minutes or whatever. It's a good one. It is on that same wavelength of kind of thought and manifestation and subconscious or whatever. The video is called The Most Eye-Opening Six Minutes of Your Life by Dr. Bruce Lipton. Something worth knowing. And we have a few more sections and then I will let you go. All right. Something worth knowing. Growth versus fixed mindset. Okay. So a growth mindset believes that you can do anything if you invest the time and energy. A fixed mindset believes you're either good or bad at something. Right. So you, you, we've all done this to some extent. You say things like, I'm just not good at math. That was my thing. And guess what? All throughout school, I was never good at math. Then I became an entrepreneur. Then I was forced to learn math and spreadsheets and things like that. And now I feel like I'm pretty damn good at it. Okay. Had I had a growth mindset from the beginning and had I made the connection to doing, learning and investing time and energy into a result, then I would have never had that thought that I wasn't good at math. I would have had a thought that is just, well, I haven't worked hard enough at math, right? And you see this all the time. I hear people all the time, makes they, they make fixed mindset statements that keep them from ever growing out of the very thing that they're fixed on. So when you have a fixed mindset about a certain thing or maybe your whole life or whatever, you're, you're not going to grow until you address that, until you remove that negative limitating story that you have about yourself and you replace it with a growth oriented, if I put in work, I will improve mindset. This is a huge one. This, this is one is so huge. You should read articles on this. You should try to, if you want, read the book, Mindset. Uh, I think it's called Mindset by Carol Dweck. She kind of pioneered this growth first fixed mindset. A big idea, finite versus infinite game. So a finite game is one that you play to win, then play stops. As this analogy applies to life, think about as something that you're doing, you don't really want to do, but you're doing it to like get some money or you're doing it to move on to something else. Like the goal is to kind of win the game and then move on, right? An infinite game, on the other hand, is a game that you play forever because the goal is to play. The goal is not to win or lose, right? So really as this, you know, this idea of games or whatever and how it applies to life, there's a lot of examples of this, but for me lately, it's been about what I want to do with my life. How do I want to spend my time? When I wake up every single day, what am I going to do? And to try to answer this question for my future, 
I use the thought experiment of what would I do if I had a billion dollars? How would I spend my time every day? Right? Would I still make videos? Would I still record podcasts? Would I still write and think about big ideas? The answer is unequivocally, yes, I would. So by doing that every day now, I'm already playing my infinite game. And the reason this is important, because one, when the going gets tough and the grind sets in, which it does for everybody, I can remind myself that, remember, there's no destination. The goal is to play. So if you got to pull back a little bit and take a break or whatever, then do that, right? You do it for the for your sanity. Do it for your longevity because you're not trying to quit this game. You're trying to keep playing. And then also what it does for me is it keeps me from looking too closely at the scoreboard. Now, as it goes with the internet, we kind of judge the scoreboard based on other things. Like we see somebody with a million views on YouTube or a million subscribers and we compare ourselves to that. And then we tell ourselves, well, if I had a million subscribers, that'd be great. But the reality is we know how this works. We hedonically adapt. Let's say I were to hit a million subscribers. My mind would then be focused on getting to the 2 million, 3 million, 5 million, 7 million. And then I'd be comparing myself to people like PewDiePie who's got like 60 million, right? There's always somebody else for the most part that is above you and that you can compare yourself to. And when you compare, you basically bring suffering on yourself, like for no reason, okay? So when the infinite game comes into play and I can think about that, I can remind myself that it doesn't matter if it's a million, if it's 10,000, if it's a thousand, it doesn't matter. I'm doing the thing that matters to me. I'm putting out the content that I want to put out that matters to me. That is my infinite game. And it will help some people. And if it doesn't help as many people as somebody else, that means nothing. That's meaningless. That's just an arbitrary comparison label judgment that I put on it because I'm falling victim to the comparison effect and all that nonsense. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to find your infinite game. You want to find, you know, as it relates to profession, obviously, you want to find work that you can do that you would do anyways. Maybe it's like graphic design. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's making videos. Maybe it's recording podcasts or writing or whatever. You want to find that game that you would do anyways and then figure out a way how you can monetize it. And it's really not as hard as you'd think, right? It takes time. It takes testing, iteration, a lot of trial and error and a lot of trying, you know, like I said, a lot of trying things and finding out what doesn't work and what you don't really want to do, et cetera. But the internet has granted this opportunity to everybody. And most people, unfortunately, haven't even scratched the surface of the possibility. Okay, so we got the podcast section. A couple one are in here uh, that are worth listening to. We have the Better Human rebrand, which I talk about why I changed the name of the podcast to Better Human from Ancestral Mind and kind of what I'm going to do moving forward. There's two YouTube videos worth watching. One of them is How to Reverse Insulin Resistance Fast and for Good. Definitely worth watching. Kind of the basics of, of doing that. And then another one is The Power of the Mind. Can you think yourself sick? And these are both on my main YouTube channel. Product feature here is the Wild Multivitamin. We finally launched it. Whole food sourced multivitamin. This took us over a year to develop. And it was really, really hard to source the materials to really meet the spec that adheres to the wild standard. I had no idea it'd be that difficult. Of course, you know, the 2020 stuff and the supply chains like that didn't help. But I'm happy that we stuck with it. We finally got it done. And it's already been included in my morning routine. I've been taking it every day for a few days now. And so I'm really excited about that. And then that's actually the end. So then we have the resource section where I got a few free Skillshare courses, uh, free access links. I have uh, some links to some of my favorite beef on the planet, et cetera. So that's it for today's newsletter. Uh, obviously, you should read it too, because I expand on these things in written form and kind of give you a different take, whereas the podcast is me just kind of riffing on them. So again, Colin.coach, get on the newsletter. And to see this actual 
uh, episode that already went out, you can go to betterhumans.substack.com and it'll be the top one. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me, Colin, at wildfoods.co. You can follow me on Instagram at Colin Stuckert with one L. And I wish you the best. I want you to get something from the ideas here and you know, take something that you can use to become a better human. That's what I'm obsessed with. If I can help people become better humans and also through educating, I make myself better human, which is why I love this. But if I can do that, then, you know, you, for example, that turns into a better human is going to motivate, inspire people around you. And then it's going to have a ripple effect, a pay, to f- pay it forward effect. And we're all going to be better off. The world's going to be better off as a result. And humans really do follow the monkey see, monkey do. We need to see other people doing things a lot of times before we can even fathom that we could do them ourselves. And that's why better human is the goal. A little bit at a time. It's not like you have to have life-changing results in a short period of time. A little bit of incremental change, you know, the principle of Kaizen, constant improvement on a daily basis over a couple years is massive. It will change your life. The key is to start today. I'll see you in the next one. Please always remember that the members of the podcast are not, in fact, medical professionals. They're not doctors. They're not nutritionists. They are simply providing this entertainment for you to do your own research and to entertain yourselves. So please consult a physician before changing your diet. Not everything works for everybody. And make sure you always do your own research on everything you hear on this show and outside. <laughs>